When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, brother friends, brother dudes, brother dudettes. Welcome to WrestleWolf. I am Dr. Damien Gibson, DMD, and this is your weekly recap and review of All Elite Wrestling's Dynamite. Um, yeah, an interesting episode. First, third, really into, then it completely drops off a cliff. Um, yeah, probably the least, it's probably the least I have enjoyed an episode of Dynamite, um, in a really long time. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, we start with the crowd chanting Brody, uh, and bang, CM Punk's music hits. Excalibur announces that John Huber Foundation gets a little emotional. This was all really, really nice. Uh, then we hit Adam Cole's music. The crowd goes berserk. Um, here's another message for Jim Ross. I'm going to keep doing this until something's done about it. Uh, Jim Ross, will you please, for all of us watching at home, do us a favor and shut the fuck up. Uh, there are certain things that we as fans tune in to see and experience. These may be singing along to the, to Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy's theme, uh, Tarzan Boy, uh, it may be screaming, Adam Cole, baby. Um, it's not listening to you you old prick rabbiting on and on and on with southerisms over the top of these moments uh you are not the talent jim you are there to boost the talent that's all that's all we want from you we don't want anything else just shut the fuck up call the action put the talent over and shut up uh, this was a solid match until Adam Cole hit the uh, Panama Sunrise. Um, and then Jungle Boy kicked out of it. Jungle Boy then got uh, Cole in the snare trap, which Cole reversed. Uh, Cole then struck a low blow when Aubrey wasn't looking. Aubrey's the referee for any of you playing along at home. Uh, and Cole gets the win. The Elite music then hits and we get the whole gang out here. CM Punk doesn't like their song. Uh, I definitely do, and I love the Bucks. I need to I need to go on the record and rescind any negative comments that I may have made about the Bucks. 
in the past, I don't think I've been overly, I don't, you know, the first year and a half, I don't think I was overly negative, but I, I, I don't know if I, I think I was a little bit like, oh, I don't see what all the fuss is about, especially when they were faces. I think there was a part of me that was a bit like, eh, they just, um, but they, you know, they're just top shelf. All of their staging is perfect from the Jordans to the matching shirt and shorts ensemble. Everything they do makes you want to hate them. And they know it. Um, the Good Brothers introduce the Super Elite. Uh, Kenny Omega then cuts a promo saying that Brian Danielson gets no rematch. Brian Danielson hits the stage to say Kenny has no balls. This results in a no balls chant because, of course, it does. Um, Brian Daniels is called. <laughs> Brian Daniel then calls Kenny no ball. Kenny no balls. Omega. Uh, Brian Danielson says, "Fine, I'll fight my. I'll fight any of you on Rampage." Uh, Kenny says, "Why not right now?" Brian Danielson says, "I will, but I'm not coming down here alone." And then Christian, the elite hunter, Frankie Kazarian, Jurassic Express hit the stage and clear the ring. Super elite are fucking out of there, and I don't blame them. Uh, Andrade confronts the Lucha Bros and says that he has some friends that will take him on for the AAA tag belt. So we're getting some AAA wrestling um, on AEW. There's, there's always been a bit of a relationship between the two companies, but it's nice to see that we might get some, you know, some more Forbidden Door stuff coming from Mexico, which is great. Um, uh, it's good to see Seidel and Dante Martin continuing as a tag team. Uh, Cody has lost me recently. I'm not as interested in him as I used to be. One thing he does do well, though, is the details. Um, uh, he's a big, giant nerd, and uh, I can't help but feel we're getting a glacial heel turn here from Cody. Uh, my evidence, uh, his constant headbutting with Arn and uh, his Homelander ring attire. Anyone who's watched The Boys will know who Homelander is. If not, you should probably look it up. He's kind of like a uh, evil Superman type character um, who sort of shows one side to the general public and then another side behind closed doors. And I think that's the character that we're going to be going with with Cody. Um. It's good to see Cody putting the new tag team over. <laughs> you know? um, and then out of nowhere, Arn tells Cody that he'd kill a man over a car. So uh, people seem to love this moment. Um, I can probably not have this. You know, I don't want to be too much of a snowflake or anything like that, but I just, do we need to have revered wrestling guys talking about putting spraying people's brains out with guns and shit. I just, I don't know. I would leave that shit to Connecticut. Uh, and then he quits as um, as Cody's manager. I, I know, look, I just want to clarify that. I know that um, there would be an attitude from AEW of like, oh, well, you know, there's no way that WWE would do this and blah, 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 and this is us being edgy. And I just don't... Um, I don't know. I just didn't like it. I just, I, I think in a climate, in the climate that we've had, especially in America in the last year and a half, two years, talking about killing someone over a car is uh, just not needed. It's just not, there, there, were, there are other ways to illustrate that point. 
Uh, but anyway, Arn's quit as manager, so it's made me it's made me slightly more interested in the Cody versus Sir Matthew Kayfabe. Shout out to Sir Matt. Uh, likes to put it. This was really when things. To, I think if I'm looking back on it, I just watched this, but I I had this feeling in my head of uh, a feeling in my gut of. Um, I didn't like that, and I think it really soured the rest of the episode for me. Um, let's go through it, though. Uh, n- there's a nothing trips match between Bear County and some dude, I don't know, versus Mox, Eddie, and Darby Allen, uh, who then dispel- display really heelish behavior after the match and, and get Sting to Scorpion death drop this dude that we don't know. Um just weird weird booking there's this the second half of this show was booked really poorly um yeah just really poorly uh ruby and Britt uh have a promo saying that ruby needs to basically go to the back of the queue and fight her way to the number one contender spot this i don't mind um then we get a 16 man tag match uh dark order and orange cassidy versus the matt hardy office um there's still issues with Dark Order uh, here. The only positive, really, that I have for this is Orange Cassidy's splash. <laughs> um, this was lame. I'm sorry, guys. I know I know this was a, a big John Huber, Brody Lee tribute. I don't think it particularly... I don't think it did that. I think you could have paid tribute to Brody in, in other ways. Um this was just there was just too much going on there were too many people involved uh it was confusing it was um it came off as a bit second rate you know all the things that AEW gets accused of from WWE fans of being you know the B promotion and not being up to scratch and blah 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 all of those elements came through in this match um I don't like being negative. I definitely don't like being negative about AEW because it's, you know, I make no bones about the fact that it's the promotion that I really love. Uh, but this was not up to scratch. And when when you've added the quality uh, that you have to your roster in the last month, uh, and there's even more to come, uh, supposedly, then I don't quite understand. I Look, I get that it's a tribute to Brody. I get that's why the Dark Order out there... The, you know, it's interesting when you can have that that entrance that the Dark Order did with Hangman Page only what like six eight weeks ago, um, compared to this, it uh, just pulls apart. It just so like so good and so terrible, um, you know. And then we had like Evil Uno running off in the middle of the match for no reason, you know, like. But they're meant to be the baby faces, you know, like, because they, and then they, this, there was just a lot of overacting going on, a lot of big, you know, head shaking and head nodding and, um, you know, John's wife and, and negative one coming out. I, I just, I don't know. It all just felt a bit messy and um, there for the sake of it. And I like I just don't I just don't think it was doing anyone any favors at all. The Matt Hardy office needs to be disbanded, and it needs to never be on Rampage or Dynamite ever again. 
and I will again I'll keep saying this until someone fucking listens to me because it's shit (laughs) it's just shit um it's not getting anyone over you know it's keeping Matt Hardy on TV great well does that do anything for anyone I don't think so as I keep saying Matt Hardy could be a good manager but he needs to step in when it's needed he needs to do what sting does for darby allen or what arn anderson has done for cody rhodes not that really cody has needed that but you know what i mean what uh tully blanchard does for ftr that it adds you know have him add some christian with jungle boy add some legitimacy to a younger person that was what seemed to be happening with private party initially but now it's all over the place you just look at that faction and there's no cohesion there's nothing it it makes no sense whatsoever um i understand that matt hardy was signed and signed on a reasonably large contract and so therefore needs to be on tv there are other ways to do that um yeah just shit sorry guys really disliked it um you know there was as far as the match was concerned there were some great spots but the match itself made no sense you know there was kind of like oh well matt hardy officer all over them then after they get told off by Brody lee's wife then they're all on the same page and then everybody gets to have their own individual little spots uh yeah i just don't think this did anything for anyone next we've got leo rushes back and he's a stockbroker if anyone can explain to me what this promo was, it's like, oh, I'm a rich guy. Cool, another rich guy. <sighs> awesome. Um, yeah. Then we get Men of the Year and Dan Lambert. Uh, Ethan Page is great. I'm done with Dan Lambert. The novelty is absolutely worn off. Um, yeah. Uh, next week we're going to get Serena D versus Hikaru Shida. Um, I like this. Um, it was good that Hikaru actually got to cut a promo. Um, and it's just, so you know I've already complained about too much Matt Hardy. We get bloody Anna Jay and Tay Conti coming out with uh, Bunny and Penelope Ford. Thankfully, Matt Hardy didn't come out here. Anna Jay and Tay Conti get the win in a match that was fine. Um, thank Christ MJF is out here next. Uh, this was a great spot. We're seeing MJF versus Darby is exactly what we need to see in AEW. What I mean by that is, uh, you know, the young guys, um, going head to head. Interesting to hear MJF talk about Bruce Pritchard and going to WWE and, um, yeah. Uh, MJF calling Darby a school shooter is hilarious. Um, it might be hypocritical of me bringing, you know, saying that this is fine and Arn's thing isn't. I, I just, you know, I just thought this was actually funny. Um, I thought MJF going hard on on the reasons for Darby's straight edgeness was good. We need MJF to be a complete arsehole, and he's really doing that. I really thought Darby held his own in this promo. Darby on the mic is not his strength, but I thought he was fine. I thought he um, did what he needed to do, which was to be the sort of gruff, dark baby face in this um, and let MJF do the majority of the heavy lifting 
and it made for a really good promo compared to everything that had come before it holy shit this was you know phenomenal i i i'm so happy that this angle is happening i know it doesn't sound like i'm very happy in this this episode but uh, i'm so happy it's happening i i can't i just really hope that this is a long feud like you know the three matches rubber match all that kind of stuff over a six even 12 month period i, I could quite maybe six maybe not 12 but uh you know for the next six months absolutely give me mjf versus darby um and then we got Sammy versus Miro for the TNT title. There were two big botches at the beginning of this match and it didn't help improve my mood towards the episode at all. Uh, Sammy did his best to try and get the crowd into the, the match with some big spots, but they were just flat. Uh, Fuego ran down for interference. He just does nothing for me. Sorry, guys. He just doesn't. Uh, eventually, Sammy hits a 6.30 senton. Um, and he's the new TNT champion. There was a there was a pop for that, but it just wasn't. I just think people were flat from the th- 30, 40 minutes before that. Uh, and then we cut the celebration short so everyone in the states can see roads to the top because I'm sure we were all beating down the door to see that. Um, yeah, really disappointed in this dynamite. Just felt like very lazy, poor booking. Uh, you know, Sir Kayfabe made the point of like, why are we seeing Bear Country and some guy we don't know when Garcia and um, 2.0 are available? Um, you know, there's no Jericho, there's no Thunder Rosa. I mean, there was in a little promo, but uh, a lot of people who weren't on the episode. And my answer to that is the Rampage exists now. And they got to do a three-hour show. And so... It just feels like even when you've got a main event on Dynamite, there's still another hour of the show to go with the people who were there watching. And uh, I think it just, yeah, I don't know. Don't know. Look, there was always going to be a bit of a come down after Grand Slam. Grand Slam was pay-per-view quality TV programming. People need to have rest. Not everyone can wrestle all the time. I get that. Um but um, I still think there are young, you know, what frustrates me <laughs> is there's people like uh, Effie out there, Warhorse, you know, there are uh, RJ City, there are really cool, interesting, talented people out there on the indie scene. Um, there's even more interesting people on, on Dark and dark elevation uh that could be wrestling rather than you know just having random people uh wrestle on the show anyway i have faith in tony khan i trust the process um i just yeah i just thought this episode was um a bit shit (laughs) so pigs do fly uh, not completely slagging off WWE and slagging off an episode of Dynamite in the one week. What is going on? What's happening to me? Um, just being honest. Just being honest, gang. Uh, next up, we will have Impact, our Impact recap and review show, and then Rampage, uh, and then the weekly news show. 
so still heaps to come from us this week. Uh, but until next time, brother dudes and dudettes, may your wrestling be good wrestling and good night.